1: Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1 800 GAMBLER.
2: I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novela, which is
0: a fancy way of saying a a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio, season nine. Love Love at first first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network. Available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another
3: season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira.
2: The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is
4: Yeah, party atmosphere up in here. Fired up to be in with the crowd today. It's Fox Sports Radio, Jason Smith Show with me, Mike Harmon. No Jason Smith tonight. Rich Ornberger steps in. Dr. Rich, as we call him here on the show, he's ready to diagnose the ills of society to uh, prescribe positive returns for the National Football League off some of the rules and implementations coming out of the owners' meetings as we come to you live from the TireRack.com studios. Tireact.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. Tireact.com, the way tire buying should be. Alert your friends and family, Rich. Everybody else out there nationwide, our extended family, go reach out and let them know that we are celebrating WrestleMania week. As it comes here to Los Angeles, Angelo Dawkins of the Street Profits joins us on the show here coming up in 20 minutes. We're getting things going. I'm I'm like caged. It's like I'm in the steel cage right now, ready to get through a wall. Let's go.
6: A steel cage of emotion. I mean, this time of year for Michael H- Vincent Harmon, I don't know your middle name. Vincent, that was that's good. Patrick stab in the dark there, <laughs> Michael Patrick Harmon. I mean, it, it really is WrestleMania time. It brings it brings out, frankly, the best in you. You you become you become almost the the perfect promoter. Like you just start barking like you're at a carnival. You you start calling people out around the Fox Sports Radio studios. Brought to you by Tire Oh yeah, it's incredible. It's incredible.
4: It is my favorite time of years. convergence of a million different things. Look, I love the beginning of college football in the NFL. Don't get me wrong. And for our business, uh, that stirs the drink, uh, right? And all the NFL news, we got plenty of it today. As I said, coming out of the owner's meeting, you got Liars poker all around from all the coaches and and the owners and the GMs and everybody that's speaking trying to spin you a tail and you're trying to figure out what's real, what's imagined. And we'll get into some of that as we uh, we get things started here. But but yeah, you've got the, the final four coming up. The final four nobody picked. And you're <laughs> Joe San Diego down there, Rich Hornberger. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously everybody's excited about the nine hundred million dollar roster of the Padres, but I mean you gotta be fired up the Aztecs, baby. The Aztecs in the Final Four, um,
6: listen, for anybody who hasn't been paying attention, and I understand, to the sleepy little corner of the United States that we call San Diego, um, there's a athletic program that you're going to see in a Power 5 league soon because with all of the other moves that are happening, I, I predict that within less than a year's time, you're going to see the the San Diego State program in the the Big 12, in the Pac-12 somewhere, because they are bursting at the seams. They just debuted a brand new, beautiful stadium for their football team this fall, and they have a basketball team in the Final Four. And uh, San Diego State, the Aztecs, are one of those gritty, fun-to-watch teams that you can really get behind. If you haven't watched them play in this tournament so far, uh, turn on the FAU State game on Friday. You're going to be impressed by two things. One, this is a team that loves to play together. And two, they play, they play the way you can only watch in college basketball. Like in the NBA, look, they're, they're just going to call every single reach in. They're going to call every single, you know, body up foul they can. At the college level, especially in the tournament, they're going to let a lot fly, And that really plays well to San Diego State because they're all about defense. They're about shutting down guards. They make it really tough to find the paint, and uh, they guard well beyond the arc. So it's difficult to get perimeter shots up. The FAU Owls built very similarly, you know, they're, uh, they're going to try to shoot with volume from the perimeter as well, and they're going to play hard, scrappy defense with a deep bench. I cannot wait for this matchup, and I think I speak for all of San Diego when I say this is one of the more exciting
4: weeks of wait that we've had in a long time. I kind of dig that you immediately went into sales pitch mode. Oh yeah, you're gonna love this team. Let me put you on this squad. How do I get? I mean, that you were the used Carls. You call me the carnival barker. That's exactly <laughs> what you just did there. You're gonna see him in a power five. You should adopt them now before everybody knows who they are and they there, jump there on is, board this bandwagon. There, there is a little bit of that in me
6: because you know I, I've um, I've been calling football games. I was on gonna the ri- say
4: you've been cashing a check from them the last couple of years, yeah, so I this mean, might be part of the promotional part of your contract.
6: No, not even. I, I'll hype ta- man you, you know me you know me uh, i'll hype the things that i like of and course. uh especially when i'm on the clock um you know you'll see me give love but I, r- right now I, I mean frankly if i talked all owls for the rest of the the four hours we're on the show nobody at state would give me any any
4: static for it uh, I'd, p- I'd probably cut your mic in about three minutes <laughs>
6: yeah exactly yeah <laughs> you, you you would give me static for it but the the reality is, yeah, it's a fun it's fun team to watch. Uh, it's a good group of kids, and and you know that's the that's the other thing that I love about March Madness. And we've been talking a lot about this, texting a lot about this yeah, as yeah. the tournament has gone on. You and me, Mikey, like this uh, this March has been so much fun because you can't predict any of this stuff. I mean, it has just been upset central. We got a nine seed taking on a five seed on one side of this bracket. We don't have any ones left. It's just ridiculous what we witnessed. But this is, I think, the chaos that we always hoped for and secretly we always desired. But when we fill out our brackets, we still fill out mostly chalk.
4: You no, know? But, but that's just it. It's the you desire it until you don't. Because what did you have all, all week was lamentation of the teams that have gotten there, mm. right? In, in the case of your squad, foul, no foul. Letter mm-hmm. of the law, spirit of the law, time of game. All the stuff we were arguing about the Super Bowl, uh, we got to in the, as we get towards the Final Four as well. But it's, uh, it's been a fun ride to, to watch. Obviously, the brackets were an absolute disaster, which we all felt equally useless in our prognostication capabilities, which I think is good because every once in a while, as the Iron Sheik, owing to my WrestleMania roots once again, uh, always reminds us that we need to be humbled, Rich. That's right. That's right. <laughs> he will make you humble. That's it. We'll get more into the, the NCAA tournament as we go. Again, uh, Angelo Dawkins, Street Profits, coming up here in about 10 to 15 minutes here. Uh, at the end of your first year, Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you've earned doubled. Seriously. See terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match. Now, Rich, we got a lot of action here coming out of the owner's meeting. We'll get into the Lamar Jackson, Aaron Rodgers, and, of course, the Sam francisco 49ers were not to be left out of the party but we start with the easiest of notes because it's the good jumping off point of hey you'll be allowed to wear the number zero if you like to this year yeah. and calvin ridley immediately said mine and so the jacksonville jaguars will print as many as they can as fast as they can for their new wide receiver but i i started here from the you were part of the union for years you watched how the dissemination of information went back and forth of what was important, and obviously, given the way NFL careers are, the average being at being generous, saying three years, right? A lot of guys, cup of coffee, some like yourself are, are there into the the second half of a decade. Other guys like Tom Brady uh, make it their entire adult lives. Uh, all of those things, uh, but so it's hard to get the cohesiveness when you're trying to build to big things and we watch the cba time and again and and there's a million things that you complain about and even now you've got demora smith lamenting the existence of the franchise tags as they exist and what the owners have to do in relation to them uh even though he was the guy that was on the other end of that table bargaining those into existence and now you walk away it's like hey you get to wear zero everybody good (laughs) <laughs> they're gonna come get us with a bunch of other stuff, but you can wear zero if you want. You may have to have to you know go out and, and fight out on the practice field to decide who gets it or you have to have a highest bidder auction, but hey, they got that done rich
6: <laughs> yeah yeah it's uh it's fascinating what um it's a little bit of bread and circus, right you know how do you quiet the masses you you give uh you give small victories. Yeah and you 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 celebrate them you know you make sure you find your wins baby them. yeah 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 so you know i when when rome was burning uh, they they <laughs> fed gladiators to the lions and they threw bread into the crowd and people really loved uh, caesar you know, it, it's it's the same thing with the nfl a little bit it's like hey listen we know we have some huge problems with player discipline we have some huge problems with owner discipline, which, by the way, is shaky at best. Um, we have some huge problems with the way um, gambling is interacting with this sport. I think we're going to see a much a much larger emphasis on how these games are officiated. Uh, it's because, like we know, when people wager on sports, all of a sudden the officiating is really pulled into front and center and I mean, there are sports books open in most of the states in these United States, and that's going to lead to a lot more controversy and conspiracy around these NFL finishes. I promise you, that, especially playoff time. But steering back to the rule changes, yeah, you know, you got a cool little story that you can promote for a 24-hour news cycle to steer people off the real – the the heated trail. Yeah,
4: hey – uh, receivers are allowed to wear zero. Isn't that fun, guys? Yeah, like, Punchers and place kickers can now wear numbers zero to 49 and 90 to 99. How about that? So much fun, Huge. you guys. Huge. Hey, any player can wear the number zero except for offensive and defensive linemen. Which what, is what's shame. What's the point? Yeah. yeah. E- either you're all in or you're not. Who the hell I- cares at that point?
6: I. You know what's so funny also is – I and I understand there's a lot of guys who like brand their number TB12 that has become a thing obviously sure. uh you know a lot of these guys when they they start companies or foundations they build the number into the the branding symbol um I never was that attached to my number. You know, I always had the equipment manager just tell me what numbers were available. And either I would pick one or he would pick one. It just wasn't all that important to me. And and I have a hard time remembering numbers. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you know, people will be like, uh, Dan Marino, I'll be like, 15? You know, Brett Favre, seven. Sure, certainly sure. seven. You know, Elway, nine, right? <laughs> yeah, Okay. I, I kid, but to a certain extent, I'm like that. My, 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 my thing is, though, when you start opening the doors to this type of stuff, you know who it's going, who's going to have the most hard time with this, if, especially if you can allow defensive linemen to change to any numbers they want, is quarterbacks and offensive linemen. Sure. Because sometimes we use jersey numbers to communicate protection calls and who we're going to count as linebackers, who we're going to count as defensive linemen. And if you start allowing everybody to wear a linebacker and safety numbers on the defense, whoo, you are going to confuse the heck out of some offenses. I promise you that.
5: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific
0: That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a b and with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit kia.com to learn more. Kia. Movement that inspires.
2: Call 800 3334 Q for details. Always dive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824.
4: So, Rich, have you charted like 15 buses to take people from San Diego over to uh, Houston? No, not yet, but that is a heck of a plan.
6: I'll tell you what, maybe a road trip. Um, let me think. What is that, like a 20-hour, 20, 20 14-hour drive, something like think that? It would from- be fun. Bring your green hat. Tell you what, all of a sudden, maybe we'll do it Oregon uh, trail style. We'll just uh, caravan the thing, just get a line of Toyota Corollas. We'll just (laughs) film film as much as we can, like a late-night Taco Bell run, and just try to get as many people out there to the NRG arena as I can.
4: Nicely done. Uh, appropriate that you're you're now saying you got to go check your tires, make sure they're ready for that long track to Houston. See how that works. Yeah. Uh, at Ornberger, where you find them on Twitter, find me over at Swollen Dome. Uh, also, seven sixty down in San Diego, readying for opening day for the Padres. A lot of mm. great expectations. <laughs> well,
6: <laughs> hey, some people are hating.
4: Well, of course. I mean, it, it yeah. starts again. Yeah,
6: and there it is. And I'll it, tell it you has what. To. The uh, the the Padres. That's going to be an interesting team this season because they've added so much and they're getting so much back. You got but you got storylines all over the place that you you know they're kind of um, they're kind of loose ends. You know the pitching staff at times during the regular season left something to be desired. Last season they pulled it together nicely during the postseason. Um, the hitting offense was almost non-existent you know it was very shaky up and down the whole year and they've added they spent money on xander bogarts they're gonna get fernando tatis jr back after years of uh, lack of health with the shoulder and the wrist surgeries and suspensions and the, the suspension <laughs> he's coming off the ban on uh 420 so light him up yeah smoke so, him so, if it's you got him. so
4: it's gonna be interesting to watch right there's just so many uh Fun storylines there, and obviously up here in Los Angeles, uh, everybody tried to figure out what the next iteration of the Dodgers are. How do they continue their dominance? What we do know is off season yeah, for the Dodgers, right. which means uh, the sleeping bear. Which, uh, and if you look at the uh, promotional emails I get from the Angels, a lot of Otani uh, merchandise in the first half of the season. Oh, uh, take yeah. of that what you will. Uh, so as we sit here and I'm watching a little bit of this. Uh, Angels-Dodgers game. A lot of runs, 8-5 here, bottom five. We've got NBA action rolling up as we get ready towards Final Four weekend for both the men and women's side. Women's side with Caitlin Clark dominating in the ratings uh, better than the NBA at any point this year. We'll ponder that a little bit later on in the show. Uh, but we, we got back to uh, baseball starting Thursday, and Thursday night is the the big story that comes out of the NFL owners' meeting uh, Rich, as we have this proposal that would allow for the flex option on Thursday nights. I said, no, 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 let's let's table that. But here's what we're going to do. We're going to take the existing rule where every team plays a Thursday night, and we're going to say, nah, now you can play two. And get this, this is like getting both of your challenges right if you're a coach. If it works out that you've got, say, a Thanksgiving Day game followed by a Thursday game the next week. Guess what? That only counts as one. So you could get a bonus third, Rich. Yeah. How great is that? Uh, Brian Rollup, the NFL Executive Vice President and Chief Media Business Officer. Quote, we're interested in making sure that we get exposure for all of our clubs. We also believe these national windows are for clubs that are playing well. We want the best teams in this window. Does Al Michaels have that much sway? Here's what I'll
6: say after you uh, there's there's something very important to point out here about the NFL. The NFL understands what they're lacking and they they don't wait. They just change. They just they say, "Hey, screw it." We knew that the Rams got completely stiffed on a no call for pass interference during an NFC championship game while everybody was watching it. So, the same way they had owners' meetings this year, and this is one of the rules that have emerged, um, they made changes that year and they said, okay, now pass interference is going to be reviewable next season. And guess what? It was a disaster they probably shouldn't have made pass interference reviewable. It just was a disaster. And so you know what they said? Reviewing pass interference is a disaster. And so we'll never do it again. And they changed it back to the original rule. I thought that was really intelligent. It it just shows to me how nimble such a behemoth can be. I, I mean, think about Major League Baseball. For a decade now, for a decade Your newer fans, your younger fans, I should say, your younger fans have been complaining, the game is too long family people have been complaining my kids can't finish watching games on the west coast you know or whatever coast you're on it doesn't matter these games are too long we can't go to games on school nights because when it's a, a first pitch at you know 510 or 640 you know I, I'm going way past bedtime to watch a full 9 inning game I'm not getting my money's worth so you got to make a change baseball waited almost a decade and a half before making changes to increase the pace of play the pitch clock uh, larger bases less step-off from the rubbers to to you know to throw to first you know to check your runners you know all these things you know the ban uh, or excuse me the shift banning the shift uh, making it so it's a little bit more offensive a little bit more pep in your step like these are important changes and baseball sat on it for a decade and a half the nfl last season they said thursday night football was a disaster so then the very next offseason, they say, hey, we're going to fix that. We're going to we're going to try something new. I like it. Mike, I, I mean, I know there's a lot of people who have a problem with it, but I'm supportive of it.
4: Yeah, there's a couple of pieces to it. Uh, baseball, I, I got to give them the, the credit for the one thing. They were the first to adopt the, hey, I can listen and watch from a streaming perspective. Yeah, that's my, true. My team, wherever I was. So I was... Listening to the White Sox when I lived in upstate New York, when I lived up in San Francisco, and certainly during my time here in L.A. So I've never uh, had to go without the legends uh, and many futile uh, summers and falls for me, my squad, all these years. But the, the idea here is, you know, and, and John Mara brought it up, he goes, called the idea abusive, saying the vote was close, concerned that it'll come up again, uh, you know, about the flexible side of things and talking about just considering think of the people think of the fans to your point i think baseball i don't know if it was a time of game necessarily but it goes back to that manford edict of pace of play there's got to be something happening instead of guys standing around right and that's where the step off from the the rubber and the the guy getting out of the batter's box and all those the the larger base Eh, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, you're, you're making changes and trying to adopt. And, and you did them all in one fell swoop. So once they finally decided to go in, it's like, all right, we're going to make changes to everything. Let's go on in. With the NFL, yeah, they've definitely uh, done so. They did all the the gentleman's agreement of not encroaching on Christmas Day for all those years. And now they're like, nope. Sorry, NBA, you lose. Yeah. So we have that. Uh, and certainly the two-plus – Thursday night games is really the larger thing I think to uh to ponder in all of this rich when we know players and and you having been uh in those locker rooms and and still people you talk to in and around the league that the Thursday night game is that necessary evil in term going back to collective bargaining agreements and the allowances for windows to open into different days of the week and flexibility and all but you know, One side of the mouth, we talk about the health of the players. The other side, the loud part, we talk about the health of the game uh, and the state of the union, which is what Roger Goodell does uh, the best uh, of anybody, which is why he keeps getting extensions and, and takes Demoris Smith, uh, and they beat the Players Association around with each of these negotiations. Patrick Mahomes, among others, immediately were on – twitter and other social media programs he used the uh, face palm emoji uh without any words to tell you how he felt about that so um amazon i, I do keep waiting for the home shopping network uh, element of it though rich yeah that they're going to sell me a blender on the lower third or that how michaels is going to have to hold up the latest uh smoothie concoction that you can get uh on a black friday discount or something to that effect. But this one speaks to we brought in a big player in Amazon to the to the party and we've got to make sure everybody's getting their money's worth.
6: Let let me tell you the the one so the one side of it is the NFL from a marketing standpoint from a uh like I said I used the word nimble. I think that's probably the most appropriate term to use in terms of making changes quick when they feel like something isn't working. You got to give credit Where you brought up and where a lot of former players have brought up where I disagree with this is, yeah, look, you know what? If you want to do this, if you want to increase the number of Thursday night games that you're going to package, well, then why don't you give something back to the players? I mean, even if it is just from a PR standpoint. Right? even if it's just so that you're not going to catch as much flack from players and former players who disagree with the abusiveness of adding a second Thursday night game to certain schedules, why don't you extend the amount of health care players receive post-career? Right? you know, Say, hey, look, we're, we're fixing on making I don't know how many X billions of dollars by adding more to our primetime schedule. And as an olive branch, because these players are the product, because these players are the whole reason why the lights go on at stadiums and people show up in droves to watch either live or at home, whether they're streaming or they're watching on network television, Um, how about we do something for the product? How about we, we give back a little bit? That's where the rub is. For me, personally, I know a lot of players feel this way. The NFL has the worst health insurance policy for players leaving the sport. I've already termed out. Right. You know, I, I've been retired only 8 years. I'm outside of the scope of 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 help from that standpoint. Now, fortunately, I'm gamefully employed. Uh, for, fortunately, my my family has never not had health insurance, but there's a lot of guys who I've played with, you know, who maybe they didn't make a, a tremendous amount of dough during their NFL career. Maybe they're struggling to find a second career because their bodies are pretty beat up, which they are after NFL careers and even if they were vested that means you're going to get five years of extended health care after your career is over and then it's gone so that's the rub for a lot of players is hey do a better job of taking care of your players after they're all chewed up and spit out from this league and maybe you won't get so much pushback when you're trying to add games and you're trying to add primetime games to the schedule
4: yeah that's the the hardest part is just the the incongruity there of trying to say hey we're we're looking out for the league and looking out for the shield but forgetting about the product and and, and this is where it gets into that unfortunate hey there'll, there'll be another draft there'll be more players yeah. and all of that and and it's unfortunate that that's the the measuring right the, the scales of justice and well common sense and rationale uh, along the process, because Goodell, even in his comments here, goes, well, and I hear from players all the time, they love that 10 days after a Thursday game. It's like, right, if they got out without a big injury or extending an injury because they had to play on short rest. Yep. I I, I get it, yeah, you get a little mini vacation. Yeah, you get a couple of days off. But what was the cost physically to do that, right? We, we talk about... um load management and it's always in a pejorative well from the football side of thing I mean that just upends anything you might have been doing trying to train for the back end of a season and if you have a late Thursday night football game that could be absolutely disastrous for the stretch run well yeah I, I mean when when you talk
6: about competitiveness of a league and you start screwing with the schedule there is a point of diminishing returns, and we've seen it in Major League Baseball. Look, I don't care what you say about the purity of the sport. 162 regular season games is way too many. The start times are largely too late for a lot of fans. And I understand you're trying to hit TV windows and stuff like that, but it's just not it's not a good it's not a good product for the the fan who Maybe isn't as invested as your most invested fans, but that you're trying to cast a wider net. NBA, same problem. They they just went to the schedule too hard. They added too many games to the schedule. And so now you have a watered down regular season where star players are comfortable missing a quarter to a third of the season managing their load. And you not know, you have a lot of fans showing up to arenas where they don't get to see a, a star perform and they're paying, you know, something like uh, Fifteen hundred dollars, a thousand dollars for a family of four to go to an arena. I mean, it's outrageous what NBA arenas charge.
4: So, well, the, that's if you're going through the secondary market, right? That's right. where I do my pushback. But we don't have time for my full uh, uh, Harman soapboxing on t- ticket prices. My my, my whole <laughs> point, yeah,
6: exactly. Yeah, I agree with you. My 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 whole my, my whole point is, you know, when when you when you mess with the schedule a great dilution of your sport occurs and it can be, it can be hugely um, um, financially uh, beneficial, but then at the same token, it could rob the fans of the urgency and the experience you get in the NFL current day. And and that's what I think we're kind of vaulting towards very quickly. Now,
5: be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 PM Eastern,
1: 7 PM Pacific.
4: free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser podcast to start listening. It doesn't matter. It's WrestleMania (laughs) week, baby. WrestleMania week. And we're pleased now to be joined by one half of the Street Profits, part of an eight-man battle. Yeah, four tag teams getting after it. Angelo Dawkins joins us now on the hotline. Angelo, thanks for making some time as you get ready for the big showcase event.
7: Huge stuff. Thanks for being in. Yeah, thanks for having me, fam. That's what that's what I call an introduction, by the way, bro. I like that.
4: Well, you know what? In, in if I had my druthers, I'd be about four inches taller, and I'd be running around chasing Heyman and uh, trying to vie for the title of uh, manager and, and, you know, loudmouth there. <laughs> but here I am, Appendia? and I welcome you in
7: here. Oh, thanks for having me, man.
4: So you've gone through the, uh, the grind all the way going back to NXT. I heard Shawn Michaels talking about the developmental program all, the, all those years ago, and, and now you're on the big stage. Uh, Could you tell us a, a little your journey through that process, the highs, the lows, and, and what it means to be on the big stage of WrestleMania?
7: I mean, yeah. I started in 2012. Uh, I got recruited out straight out of college like a bunch of the NXT superstars that you see today. Um, But, yeah, I got recruited out of college, out of uh, Harper College, wrestling. Jerry Briscoe. Shout out to Jerry Briscoe. He recruited me and uh, got me a trial in 2012. Tried out. Been at FCW for nine months. Then we moved to Orlando to the PC. Been there for seven years. And... uh, Basically, me and Montez ended up tagging towards the last three years of my time of being at NXT. NXT, um, and then now we're here. But, yeah, I mean, man, it was, a, it was a grind, though. You know what I'm saying? I had to keep my blinders on, sure. keep that tunnel vision, stay focused on the goal at hand, which is performing on the stage like we're performing this week, which is WrestleMania. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, that. Hey. I love it for you. The grind, the grind was a fun time for your boy.
6: Yeah. <laughs> Listen, you know, I, I a lot of people still look at wrestling and they think of it as like, ah, this is performative. This is art. This is dance. This is something other than sport. Um, I can promise you, because I know some of my former teammates who've tried to make the transition and failed a lot of them into the wrestling yeah. game, that this is this is a sport. And you need to have oh, a yeah. real competitive edge. And for those who like have kind of lost the trail for a little bit and they're trying to get back into it, what are some of the best storylines uh, that you're looking forward to for this WrestleMania? Uh,
7: obviously. Obviously the, the bloodline storyline, you know what I'm saying? We've, we've been involved in that storyline, but to see guys like Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens take on the Usos, that's going to be a great, great, great chance of making history and stopping the Hoosos on their historic run. Obviously, Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns. Um, that's a big story right there. And obviously, obviously, another story, a story that nobody knows about, the Fatal 4 way.
4: Oh, yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Hype, let's go. That's,
7: that's, that's where the money is Bring the right smoke. There. Let's go. <laughs> you already know. You already know. No, I was watching last night on Raw, of man.
4: Dissent. Uh-huh. Man, that was just a nice little preview for the, the good people, what you guys were putting out oh, yesterday.
7: Yeah. Oh, man. That was just a taste. That was just a taste. They was like, oh, just give them a taste. And we gave them a taste. That was a little appetizer. Just be ready for the main course. Get yeah, some dessert. You know what I'm saying? I'll tell you, the, the bloodline <laughs> thing that you mentioned,
4: though, Angelo, I mean, that's like a Hollywood trilogy. I mean, that's like you can add that to the John Wick
7: series. Exactly. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They thought we was going to step away. But nah, nah, we back. We back. They don't woke all four teams up. We back. Yeah.
6: Yeah. Hey. Uh, take us take us behind the scenes man you know because uh, i think some of the most in, in, impressive things to watch is the athleticism of these matches especially on the biggest stage in wrestling how do you get ready for this like like what is the routine backstage how much time do you give yourself to warm up for what is you know some of the most electrifying stunts in sport these days
7: i mean for me myself you know what i'm saying I stay ready no matter what. I stay warm all day. You know what I'm saying? I wake up (laughs) out the bed, just stretched and everything, just ready to go. But, but, you know what I'm saying? I always put on, you know what I'm saying, one of my favorite songs. I played it last year a lot during Mania. And uh, it's called "Stick" by J. Cole and J.I.D. off the Dreamville mixtape. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it's called D-Day. The album's called D-Day. But my favorite song, and I don't know if anybody that follows me on Instagram, anytime I pounce somebody and send them flying into the air, that's the one song that I play. Stick, because it gets me in the mood to go out there and put on a show. You know what I'm saying? So, like, everybody has their own, own ritual before they go out there, especially a show like this. A show like this. WrestleMania right here. The biggest show of them all. Showcase of the Immortals. You go out there. And also you stick to what got you to the dance. You know what I'm saying? If you got the same ritual, he'll switch nothing up. No, you know I no, hey, yeah, Absolutely. Hey during, play- with, hey, during the playoffs, I don't even switch. I don't even wash my jerseys. Alright? <laughs> I don't wash my jerseys. I do the same exact thing that I did each and every week, all right? Whether it's a Saturday or Sunday, alright? I do the same thing. Why? Because if you try to change Reinvent the wheel, something gets messed up. So everybody has their own rituals that they do before the biggest show of them all. And uh, mine is definitely singing and listening to Stick. Oh, and eating a bag of gummy worms, too.
4: Oh, there you go. WrestleMania 39 this weekend live here in Los Angeles. SoFi Stadium. Uh, We've got it. Peacock, where you can stream it. 8 p.m. Eastern, both nights. A little pre-show pre show as well to get everybody hyped up and give the backstories and catch folks up if you've missed anything along the way. So this is where I get to take my heel turn on you, Angelo, is you're going back into SoFi where your Bengals took it on the chin two years ago. Oh, boy. And now you have to pick up those broken
7: pieces. You know, I've been thinking about that. Not I've been talking at <laughs> the bit because of that that... That has been playing in the back of my mind for two years, okay? For two years. And uh go ahead and credit the rest to that by the way. Whoa, you know look saying? at that. that look no. There. We gon we gonna say that was a passing affairs call, you know what I'm saying? But hey, <laughs> hey, hey, I get it, I get it. You can't you can't have the Rams lose when they have Snoop Dogg, <laughs> Doctor Dre, Kendrick Lamar, all these guys that are from California performing in SoFi Stadium. You know what I'm saying? It was practically a whole game for the Rams. But they needed the refs to bail them out. Just like the Chiefs needed the refs to bail them out against the Bengals this past year. But hey, there's neither here nor there because I'm going in the SoFi. Me and Montez are going in the SoFi. We are coming out with a victory and I'm avenging that loss. Okay? Okay. say, Angelo. I'm putting the whole city on
4: my back. Yeah, you got to put them on the back. But remember, you never leave it to the judges.
7: Which means you just oh, got to go and lay the smack down hey. on these guys. Hey, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Hey, don't worry. We ain't leaving it to no judge. We ain't leaving it to no refs, all right? We going out there. We handling business. We just going to make it. Emphatic. Understood.
6: Understood. You know, you you mentioned you gave your uh, your Instagram a shout-out, so I went very quickly to to check out what you got going on. docs underscore COG. And I'm checking you out. You're a Lakers fan and you're repping the jersey, and you're tugging on it, and you're shooting a promo right into the camera. You're pointing in our faces. Your Lakers are 14 games back, my friend. They're in the play-in tournament right now. What is going on with the crew?
7: Hey, don't worry about it. You know what I'm saying? We started off the season a little rocky. All right? We started off a little rocky. Now we started to pick up, even though we lost on Sunday, but that's okay. That's okay. (laughs) LeBron is back. He broke the record so we ain't got to worry about that no more. You know what I'm saying? Goat James is back, okay? Fear not, L.A. Goat James is here to the rescue, like he always is. We're healthy. A.D. is playing like a monster. We got D'Angelo Russell out there balling. We got Malik Beasley, who I hope can find a shot at some point (laughs) in a hurry. (laughs) We got the Mandalorian out there locking dudes up. You know what I'm saying? Hey, look. Whether we in the play-in or the playoffs, no team wants to see the Lakers at all at that point in time because they're scary. They're scary.
4: Well, he looks scary with wearing his sunglasses watching games. So it's That's good true. to see that even checking in, he can bring up the, uh, the smoke. You got anything special planned for your entry uh, to the arena on uh, this weekend?
7: Oh, Y'all going to have to see, man. I can't, I can't, I can't. You know what I'm saying? kiss and tell. You no,
4: know? No, no. I started to see some leaks of what the stage is going to look like, so uh, I'm getting kind of hyped. I'm going to try to crash the gate on Sunday. Oh, okay,
7: okay.
4: So I, I, you know, who knows? I might be the ninth guy into the tag team match. Who knows?
7: <laughs> yeah. Hey man, you know what I'm saying? Hey. You- you better be ready to get beat up. Ready for friendly fire too, right? Yeah, he,
6: he's gonna he's gonna Yo. need to stretch. Listen, Mike Mikey Harmon isn't born uh, or or get doesn't get out of the bed uh, fully stretched. I, he needs to go through a full <laughs> yoga and Pilates routine before he gets in the ring. Full, Flexibility
7: a of a rock. Up, yeah, yeah. A little warm up Pilates class, <laughs> yoga. <laughs> Not even regular yoga. You got to go through that hot yoga, like that real hot.
4: Yeah, lock the box. Well, yeah. it's a good thing that we have one of those facilities right behind us here. Uh, Angelo, it's been a pleasure to talk to you, man. I, I look forward to watching you guys this weekend. Big fan of what you guys do and obviously going all the way back, the first event my parents trusted my brothers and I to go to was back when it was pay per view at a movie theater. Yeah. Before cable, before streaming. They dropped us off at a theater in Chicago and said, Just don't get hurt
7: true man thanks for having me man appreciate you man we'll talk
4: to you again down the line good oh, yeah. luck this Take weekend kick some butt
6: there it goes
4: angelo, angelo.
1: dawkins